welcome to the Wealthy Daughters Podcast. I'm so excited that you are listening in today because every opportunity on this podcast is a time for you to elevate your mindset and learn something new and go from where you are now to where you want to be and where God has destined for you to be. So I'm also excited because on this episode today, I'm not alone. I have an incredible woman here with me virtually, and she's here to add on to our conversation of what it means to be a wealthy daughter. And when she starts speaking, you're going to know that she needed to be here. And you're going to know that you should also be connecting with her because she's that amazing. So I'm going to say a little bit about Dr. Faith Abraham, and then we are going to get the ball rolling and have her tell us all her wisdom and kind of go from there. Okay. So Dr. Faith Abraham is an amazing woman. She's an incredible mom. She's a wife. She is an author. She's a speaker. She's a life coach. She's an entrepreneur. She's many things packaged in one. And so it's truly an honor to have her here. So without any further ado, Dr. Faith Abraham, we say welcome to you. Welcome. Thank you for being part of our conversation today. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be here with you and everyone listening. Thank you so much. What I love about podcasts is that it does not end with just a recording. It does not end with just who's immediately listening. It can go on for weeks, for months, for years. Like the impact can just run beyond just what we are seeing right now. And so I'm honored that I get a chance to do this and that you are here today. Okay. Is there anything else you want to say to our audience before we dive into our, 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 our questions today? Listen, it's going to be good. It's going to be jam-packed. Just be ready to like replay it again because you probably missed a couple things and need to catch it. So it's okay if you want to replay it. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. I agree. I agree. In life, you have to repeat it. Sometimes we think, okay, I heard it. That was a good one. But no, a lot of times you have to repeat it. Repetition is key to get to where you want to get. So don't feel like I got it the first time. No, go back and re-listen to it. Okay. So if you don't know about Dr. Faith, she is a mindset coach. Like she believes that we need to do the work in our minds so that way we can see the fruit in our lives as well. So I'm going to just dive right into that because I wanted today's conversation to center a lot about mindset. And so that way we can do Mm. and we can have the mindset that is ready to receive all the things that God has promised to us as a wealthy daughter. And so I wanted her to come in today and just walk us through that process of having that right mindset, okay? So Dr. Faith, with your experience as a life coach, as a champion for doing that inner work, why would you say it's important to have a right mindset? Like sometimes people feel like, oh, just give me the strategies, give me the steps, just give me the the, the five steps and the, the process, you know? But no, you tell us, no, you have to do the inner work first. So tell us from your experience, Absolutely. why should we do that inner work first? Why is mindset critical? And here, you know, the thing is, I used to be that person. I'm absolutely that person. Skip the mindset stuff. I got it. I know it. Just give me the strategy so I can go and execute. But what a lot of us don't realize is that execution is predetermined by what's going on on the inside. Many of us deal with self-crippling doubt, self-sabotage, imposter syndrome. A lot of us have been taught unconsciously mm-hmm. to compare ourselves yeah. to others. And of course, scripture says he who compares himself with himself is not wise. So when we compare ourselves with other people, other people's callings, other people's purpose, where other people are in life, yeah. we will castigate ourselves and relegate ourselves to yeah. a place or position that God hasn't given to us. Mm. And I had to learn this the hard way. Like yeah. I talk about it so much because I saw how 
and realized how my mindset was crippling my forward movement and my success. At one point in my life, I couldn't even afford my rent. I had an apartment. I had my car that I could not even fill up to F. And that's like my thing. I I need a full tank of gas. (laughs) I live in the city, okay? I don't want to be caught anywhere in traffic or the wrong side of town or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. without enough gas. Yeah. But I didn't have a choice at Mm -hmm. one point because I didn't have enough money. I had an apartment and it had no furniture in it. I had a twin bed box spring Mm -hmm. and mattress, a stereo with Kirk Franklin CDs, CC Wyden CDs, BB, all of those people. And I took it from my mom because I couldn't even buy CDs for myself. Okay. Uh Like that's how down and out I was in my finances. Uh And I could not figure out why, because blessing at this time, I had, I was saved. Okay. I was in business. Oh yeah. We're going to talk about it. Let's let's, let's, let's go there. Let's talk about this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Okay. (laughs) So I had a a business, you know, and I just could not figure. So I felt like I was doing all the right things. I had my degree. Mm -hmm. I did well. Like I was the epitome of first daughter, immigrant, uh, you know, a child of immigrants. Hello. Hello. (laughs) I I am on paper. Yes. I checked all the boxes, but in real life. It was not happening. Yeah. And I could not figure out for the life of me, like, what the heck is going on? Like, something is not right. Mm-hmm. So I had been exposed to a lot of personal development uh, through my business and my company that I was with. So I felt like I, I, you know, I got it and, you know, I was saved. I was like, okay, but I'm in the word. Like I, you know, but there's a difference between being saved Mm -hmm. and actually operating by the principles of God. Wow. Actually walking in the principles of Christ. Right. That was the part that I didn't realize was missing Mm -hmm. as well as everything I listed, the doubt, the self-sabotage, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. A hundred percent was absolutely affecting my outside results. Right. So my inner warfare mm-hmm. was sabotaging my outside experience. Wow. wow. And that's why mindset is so important. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. Wow. Wow. That is so powerful. And when you spoke about sabotage, it sounds like it's something that shouldn't happen. But then you can be in right. a place where everything you've ever wanted is right there. And then you use your own hands to mess it up because you haven't done the inner work. Ooh, okay. Okay. We're making progress. Okay. So now that we've established and our audience understands that we have to do the inner work. So what are the steps to do it? Should we like, you know, go and be introspective and like go through some questions and answer those questions and things like that? Or should we come to an expert like yourself and say, how do I do this? What do I need to do to have the right mindset? Like, what do I need to do? It's a combination of so many things, because if I were to say, oh, I just did this Mm -hmm. and everything changed, I would be lying. I won't say lying. That's such a harsh word. I I would be it, it wouldn't be accurate. Okay. Right. It yeah. would be like a sliver mm. of what really the yeah. journey. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like it's a it's a whole robust thing. But one of the biggest parts of the whole journey of 
moving forward, being all that we were born and meant to be, um, being able to own your power, your authority, your dominion, what God gave you and walking in it confidently, still humbly, but yet confidently because you didn't call yourself. Like if God said that you're worthy, baby, walk like it, talk like it, act like it. You're worthy. Like who are you questioning? If somebody has a problem with it, they need to go talk to God about that, honey. Okay. Don't talk to me. I didn't call myself. Yeah. Don't talk to God about it. Yeah. Like that's y'all work that out. Yeah. But me on the I'm already yeah. flowing in this thing, you know. But the first thing has to be that self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Like being okay saying, you know what? I do have a relationship with fear mm-hmm. that is not healthy. Mm-hmm. That's good. Right? Like, be okay. Just own your stuff. The good, Mm. the bad, and the ugly. Mm. I have a relationship with fear that's not healthy. Mm. I have a relationship with other people's opinions. Mm. I need other people's opinions to feel secure in what it is I want to do. I look for confirmation, quote unquote, Mm. with others Mm. and what other people are doing. I'm always needing permission, Mm. you know, and be okay with that. Like just be self-aware, own whatever your stuff is, Mm. because as soon as you can own it and confront it, then you can conquer it. If you can't confront whatever it is that you're dealing with, whatever patterns, whatever cycles that you see in your life, you can never conquer it because you're not even at the place of confrontation. Mm. Wow. Wow. And you have to be willing to confront it. Like I had to own the fact, just me personally, just being transparent, that fear was a really big part of my life. Wow. I was just fearful. I was, you know, as the oldest, I was, I had to be, you know, and of course, to immigrant parents, we didn't have extra money. We didn't, I didn't have the opportunity to make a mistake. I didn't have the opportunity to shoot, miss the bus. I couldn't even miss the bus because you miss the bus now. No, you can't miss the bus because who is going to leave the job to come and get you and take you to school? Uh Are you for real? Like, Yeah, you had to be on point with everything, even if you felt like you were screwing it up. You just had to be always in this mode of execute, 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 responsibility, responsibility. I'm the oldest of five. So whatever I did, that means that everyone behind me had permission to do as well. So if I screwed up, oh, my God, (laughs) I was like freaking out like you can't. So I lived with that. And mm. that mentality my whole life. Wow. Now, fast forward, I'm an adult. And, well, I don't want to screw up. Yeah. I don't want to make a mistake. I can't fail. Mm. I have to get this right. And that's not life. Yeah. That's not business. No. That's not success. Oh. Success is this roller coaster up and down, swirls and all these different things. Right. It's not a straight shot. Yeah. So true. But I've been programmed to live and operate in perfectionism Mm. in fear of if I don't get it right what does that mean yeah and I had to own that like I had to come to terms with that and just Mm -hmm. say yeah okay all right yeah yeah (laughs) and then say okay well what do I do now Mm -hmm. how do I move forward from Mm -hmm. that 
mm-hmm. person of fear mm-hmm. to my future self, mm-hmm. the woman that I'm becoming, the woman that God really intended for me to be. That's good. That's so good. But you got to own it. You yes. got to be willing to confront it mm-hmm. so that you can conquer it. Mm-hmm. Wow. So basically it starts with self-awareness and just saying yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so after you become self-aware, so what steps did you take to see that start to change? After you became self-aware about an error, like how did you see that start to change? Or what steps did you take to make that change in your own life? Absolutely. So what I started doing, especially with um, fear, and I dealt with a lot of other things as well. So as I say, it's a journey, right? Yeah. But what I started to do was I started to study it because mm. I wanted to get information. I wanted to figure out what cultivates that within a person. Mm. So I started reading books. Mm. I started understanding. And like a lot of books, because I'm sure like some of your audience is similar to me. Mm-hmm. So I was reading The Art of the oh I see the book cover in my head it's Cindy Trim okay, okay. <laughs> the art uh oh my gosh I see the book cover but Cindy Trim it's like the art of something like uh, a warfare or something okay. to that nature I started reading just different books like that understanding rejection mm-hmm. understanding um perfectionism getting scriptures mm-hmm. and understanding do you know that 365 times in the Bible it says Fear not. Every day. For every day, there is a scripture. Do not fear. Do not fear. So it was like, okay, faith, today's another day. Yeah. You will not fear. Yeah. Would I fear? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. But it was just calling myself to mm-hmm. the carpet. And then also saying, like, Holy Spirit, you know, I've been doing this for decades. Like, help your girl out. <laughs> just point it out to me so that I can be responsible for my own actions. I can take accountability for my own actions. And some days it was really hard. Like I won't even lie. And then, you know, the scripture says, casting down every vain thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Mm -hmm. So even paying attention to my thoughts was a challenging thing because I'm like, man, I got thoughts. I like, Mm -hmm. my brain is always going, you know, just saying, hey, would God be okay with me acting in that manner mm-hmm. or would God say that that's how I made you or I equipped you right. no okay so then that thought isn't relevant mm-hmm. but this one is so I would try to replace mm-hmm. a, a fear thought with a faith thought Whoa, wow yeah yeah this is like active yeah inner yeah. growth like yeah. inner yes development yeah. right and after a while, like when you're first doing it, it feels like, oh, this is so exhausting. Like, oh my God, does this even work? Yeah. But as you keep doing it, it becomes a habit. And then it becomes something that you just do. Mm. And then it starts building you up in a way that now your outside starts shifting. Mm. Your perspective starts shifting. Okay. You start seeing opportunities that you didn't see before. You start seeing relationships that you didn't see before. And you actually act on those relationships. See, I would be so scared that I would walk up to someone or say something to someone and it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a 
worthwhile relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, if I even feel like that person can play a role in my life, I'm walking smooth up to you. Hey, how are you? What's your name? I'll just start talking to you. Wow. It's like, if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. If it does, in order for me to meet the person I'm actually supposed to meet through that person, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. But it just was the refusal to let fear. And we don't realize that fear takes away from our ability Mm. to build wealth, to Mm. become rich. Like, can you imagine if Abraham and Lot, right? Right. If Abraham was like, okay, Lot, you got to go because our people, you got too much sheep. I got too much. Like we just, it's just too much going on. But, you know, I want you to leave, but okay, I'm going to take this. No, no, no. Hold on. Wait, wait. I'm going to take that land. No, hold on. Wait, okay, let me just pray about it. And then it's just, it, the situation gets worse yeah. and worse and yeah. worse and worse. But Abraham literally said, whatever piece of land, whatever you want, just take it and go. Take yeah. it and go. There yeah. was no fear in there. Yeah. His fear would have you doubt like, oh, he would have taken the, you know, the piece of land that was best. Abraham had no fear. Yeah. Either way it went, he felt like he was going to succeed and Lot was going to succeed. It didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It was like, either way it goes, we'll be all right. You just, we just have to separate. That's the mm-hmm. biggest thing. And God is going to make everything work for us. Right. Wow. You know, so it's, if we don't realize how intricate and how it affects us in these ways yeah. until we realize mm-hmm. it affects us in these yeah. ways. So powerful. Oh my goodness. And something that came to my mind when you talked about Abraham was that I think Abraham was also so aware of the covenant he had with God. He was confident in that covenant. And so that's why he was like, okay, take whichever one you want. Like I I know the God I'm serving. So I'm not worried. I'm settled on the inside. My inside, I'm good. Mm. I'm good. Oh gosh. So, so powerful. So basically, and I love what you said so far. We've not even talked about you going to a coach yet. We've just talked about you just, you know what I mean? Like you've just talked about you sitting down and you being active with what you want and you being active with yes. your and you being active and, and, and determined to see change in your life. And that, ah, so powerful, so, so powerful. So much you said so far. And I hope that our audience today, you know, goes back to themselves and, and identifies patterns identify cycles, identify yes. that are maybe off or things that have been happening over the years and sees that, you know, it doesn't have to stay that way. And I think your story is so incredible because one thing I love about you, Dr. Faye, is that you and your husband, you practice what you preach. You all walk the walk. Like we see it in your lives. And so for you to say that you went from a person that was fearful to a person that can walk up to anybody, that's something that people can resonate with. That's something that people can understand. Yeah. And you can see that you have done the work on the inside. And so on the outside, it manifests. So good. So, so good. Okay. So next question I want to ask is something I learned about in the recent months. And I think I saw it on your page as well. You talk about the power of imagination. And the more oh, I, look yes. at this, I feel like it's not talked about enough or when it's talked about or when we do it, we do it passively because we're focusing on the things that like worst case scenarios, things that could go wrong. But what if we mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and laser focus our imagination on what is possible? what could the results be, you know? So can you share more insights with us about the power of imagination in regards to our conversation today? Absolutely. Okay, wait, okay. You So you said something also too. 
coach. I spent so much time on just what we could do ourselves. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We have not even gotten there yet. <laughs> we haven't even did the coach part, really but I'll keep there. that one very brief. Sure, sure. I'll keep it very brief because the coach yeah, no is problem. is phenomenal to have in your corner, especially when you're self-aware. Mm. Especially because if you're not self-aware and you have a coach, you're just going to feel like that person is attacking you. Mm. You're going to feel like that person is just like, this is not what I came here for. I'm not paying you for this. Mm. I'm paying you for strategy. But if you have the coaches that I certify, they're also going to pay attention to the things that you say. Because whatever you say is actually a part of your belief system. Yes. Yeah. We never say anything that we don't resonate with. Maybe subconsciously it Mm -hmm. triggers something within us that Mm -hmm. we actually agree to, to some degree or like we don't speak from places that we don't own to a certain degree. Yes. Yes. So when you have a coach that's listening to what you're saying and you're saying, okay, well, this is my goal, but I just don't see it happening. Or these people are saying that that's not possible. And, you know, I just don't know if I can really do that. And then your coach is like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Do you hear what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Are you seeing Mm -hmm. your own beliefs? Mm -hmm. Then that person is going to get mad. Like, this is not strategy, but it's a hundred percent strategy. Because if you have those limiting beliefs, those limiting beliefs will literally wrangle you like the Wonder Woman rope tassel and hold you hostage. Wow. And we don't see our belief systems, but we say our belief systems all the time. Yes. Yes. So when you have a coach that can give you strategy, but also help you see yourself, Mm -hmm. you are winning because you'll also have that coach will also bring to your awareness, Mm -hmm. maybe things that are too hard for you to acknowledge within yourself. Mm -hmm. But now you have a support system. So you can feel a little more safe. Mm-hmm. with acknowledging it and then you have that support within your coach mm-hmm. so it the coach is just like 10xing whatever you Ooh. feel like you can do on your own and it's just like yeah yeah absolutely like it's just it's such a wonderful combination like that's when I was able to go from you know <laughs> when I started my coaching and counseling uh, business in 2016 I was charging like $50 an hour but when I got a coach and I really started growing now, I, if someone said charge $50 an hour, I'm like, okay, this is like pro bono work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not <laughs> like, oh. no, I don't, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. My pricing is like, if we're going to work together on your business or we're going to yeah. do your coach, put your coaching business together, I'm charging at least $5,000, yes, which is nothing because. I'm going to help you make six figures. So six figures. Yeah. Yeah, 5,000. Yeah. 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 That's just tides, right? Like (laughs) I love it. Nothing, you know, (laughs) but that coaching is what really allowed me to see Mm. the power of myself and what I've been able to do for people and own it and walk in it. Mm. So coaching is phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. But there is some self-awareness that, you have to have that's going to really make it beneficial to you. Right, right. I love it. So imagination is, I call it the free nation of imagination. Mm. It's free and it's with us everywhere we go. It's even more real than our cell phone. Mm. But we, right, because we have our cell phone everywhere we go. Yes. Yes. I'll leave the house 
and be driving. And as soon as I realize that my phone hasn't synced up to my car and mm-hmm. it's not playing my playlist, mm-hmm. I will turn around, come back home and come get my phone. That's how you know you forgot your phone. <laughs> That's how I know. I don't have right. my phone. Oh, wait, I got to have yeah. it. Yes. But it's even more important than our phone. Wow. But we are so used to using our imagination to worry, mm-hmm. to doubt. Yes. To fear. Yeah. To create these scenarios in our Mm -hmm. mind Mm -hmm. that are not even real. Yeah. Yeah. But they're real because it's in our imagination. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it hasn't happened yet until or unless we keep dwelling on it and then it will happen. Right. So it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if we really think about it, it's it's really just our imagination. Mm. But what if we took it back to the good old days mm. when we were kids and we used our imagination to conjure up this these realities that adults were always like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. That just doesn't happen. Yeah. That isn't real. Yeah. Our, you know, those are our quote unquote rational adults yeah. but then we also have those faith-filled adults who are like oh yeah. tell me more yeah how could that happen yeah. how could you and so however we use our imagination it's like the most beautiful thing Absolutely. is how our lives can go and I feel like God is always trying to push us to that realm of faith mm-hmm. to that realm of big to that realm of I don't know how that could happen, but you know, if God is in the midst, all things are possible. All so things, I'm just going to keep, yeah, <laughs> well, I'm just going to keep imagining. Yeah. I'm just going to keep visualizing mm-hmm. what my life could be, mm-hmm. what this could actually produce. Right. I'm really big on entrepreneurship because mm-hmm. I feel like entrepreneurship is just the tip of the iceberg mm. for ministry. Mm. I've helped so many pastors, ministers use their gifts to, and not, you know, uh, fleecing the, flo- the, the the sheep or anything like that. No, right. but they have other gifts mm-hmm. that the people need. Right. And then as they're now able to generate income, it's like, Dr. Faith, I was able to put this event on. And I owe no man nothing. And that's I didn't have to borrow. I love it. I love it. Right? I didn't have to, oh, well, can you come to the event? And then we'll see what comes into the offering. And then, like, they didn't have to do all of that. Yeah. Then you have women who are like, I was able to take care of my kids, you know, soccer fees, football fees. And we got the uniforms and we got, like, we paid all this stuff. My business paid for it. Yeah. I didn't miss a car note. I didn't miss mortgage. I didn't miss food. And I took them out to eat afterwards. Like, it's just like little stuff. Yes. And it's like, okay, well, what else can you imagine though? Like, what else can you believe God for? Mm. That's imagination. Like, that's how powerful it is. Mm. So even after like my, in my morning routine, prayer is essential because there's just some things I have to, we got to execute. We got to take care of it in the spirit realm, mm-hmm. right? But imagination, being able to visualize where we're going, 
what could happen. Mm-hmm. The possibilities yeah. are absolutely endless. Like God said, I would do exceedingly, yeah. abundantly, above all you can ask. Yeah. Think. Ooh. Imagine. There you go. I love it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. You are giving so Yes. It's right now. There. I can imagine some things. Listen. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and that's what I love about scripture. You know? Sometimes we read scripture and like we're so used to what we've read and we're like, oh yeah, this. But what if we like dive in further like this and we're like, oh, hold on, imagination. That's it's right there. Oh, this is a tool that God has given to me. It's been right there. I didn't see it this way, but now I do. It's a principle right there. And this is what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yeah. When we say, yes, I'm saved, that's good. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy. Yes. But are you executing? Mm-hmm. Are you acting out the principle? Yes. It's the principle that change your life. It's the principles that allow us to occupy until he returns. It's the principles that allow us to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, the lender and not the borrower, the apple of his eye. It's the principle. Do we know his principles? Do we realize that the world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God? Like we are to rise up. Yes, you've had pain. Yes, you've had trauma. Yes, you've been through things and you've seen things that you had no business seeing or experiencing. It was not God's best, but it did happen. Are you stuck there? Absolutely not. Do you have to be there and dwell there? Absolutely not. You can absolutely, those imaginations and those daydreams that you had since you were a kid, they were there because God wanted you to tap into that. Our reality isn't really our reality. It's what we can imagine, what we can dream of. And he said, baby, I'll go even beyond that. I'll go exceedingly beyond that thing. But will you stay in it? Will you dwell in the faith imagination? Will you allow yourself to, and it's a trend right now on TikTok where they say, be delusional. Um, mm-hmm. what's the other thing they say? Oh, lucky girl syndrome. Mm-hmm. I'm not lucky. No, I'm favored. Yes, I am yes. blessed. Yeah. I am a child of the most high, honey. Yes. I am royalty. Yes. Like don't treat yes. me like a pauper and no, I don't yeah. act like a pauper because all. I'm a child of God. Hello. Yeah. yeah. I have a positioning yeah. and a posture of royalty by default. And I will act accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that attitude, mm. that stance is how when our internal changes, when mm-hmm. you do that inner work and you start to believe these things and you start to walk in these things, mm. everything around you changes. Yes. Yeah. I don't care what your skin tone is. Mm. I don't care what continent you were born on. I don't care what your socioeconomic status mm. is, was, mm. has been, yeah. what your grandma and all them had to No, baby, <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah. What can you imagine? Yeah. What can you see? Mm. That is what's real. The spirit is even more real than this place that we dwell in. Yes, yes, facts. If we could tap into the spirit, who's going to stop you? Like, who's going to check me, boo? Oh, God. Who is going to stop me? When God is on my side, he said he'll do exceedingly abundantly. Check. Yeah. I'm not worried about none of this stuff. So good. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So powerful. I feel like we've said so many amazing things. 
And so that's why we said you have to replay this back. Even me, I'm gonna, I'm not <laughs> gonna replay this. So I know I'm gonna replay this back several times because we've said so many good things. And I feel like God is raising up a generation of daughters, a generation of children of God that are so aware of who they are, that they're not moved by the negativity. They're not moved by what's going on around them. They're not even moved by what happened to them. And they know how to convert their pain into purpose. They know how to convert pain they went through into a message that will transform other people. So God is raising up a generation and you are not listening to this recording by accident. Like God is raising you up as a wealthy daughter to do something for him on the earth. And so I'm excited for you. I pray for you that you come to this reality, that you do the inner work with the Holy Spirit. You don't have to do it alone. That's been about life, right? You don't have to do this inner work by yourself. The Holy Spirit, the the Spirit of God, the grace of God can help you do this inner work to become who he wants you to be. So good. So, so good. We we're, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. So, so good. Um, a couple more things to talk on. You shared on it already. I think there might be some other things you can add on. And we kind of talked about, and we know that there's some believers that are not seeing this wealth or they're not seeing this fruitfulness in their lives. But it's a covenant. It's a, You said it's by default. It's our birthright. It's our inheritance. This is who we are. It's not, I'm not making this up. This is just who I am based on scripture. And so like, why are some believers not seeing this yet? Why are some people not seeing this fruit, this covenant of wealth in their own lives, in, in their thoughts and in everything around them? Like what's that hold up? Why they're not seeing it um, in their lives? It's absolutely, a lot of times it comes down to, our BS, our belief system. Mm. A lot of people don't realize that the brain is very, it's malleable. Mm. You know, I have a, they took it. They always take it. I have a little brain brain on my desk. (laughs) So I was going to show you. But the brain is very malleable, Mm. meaning that it can shift. We are told old dogs can't learn new tricks. Well, first of all, I'm not a dog. Listen, (laughs) let's be clear. And (laughs) second of all, that's just not true. Neuroplasticity shows us that the brain can learn at any level, at any rate. However, the foundation of our learning comes between the ages of zero to seven. Mm. And unfortunately, a lot of us are born in situations where we are told things based on what was happening with our caretakers, Mm -hmm. what was happening with our parents, what their belief systems were, and then it's passed on to us. Mm -hmm. And so we just go through life with this BS, with this belief system about money, about wealthy people, about what it is to be rich. Mm. Um, We see these things in TV shows, um, on commercials. Oh, she's filthy rich. She must have slept with someone or someone to Mm. get to that level. Mm. Oh, they have so much money. They don't even know what to do with it. I'd rather just live my life and be sure that everyone is taken care of. I don't have to have so much money. Mm. Mm. Sounds good. But is it really good? If mm-hmm. God called you to be a kingdom financier, yeah. then you being able to take care of you and your family is actually not enough. Yes, yes. You're doing yourself a disservice. Yes. However, 
your belief system mm. is okay mm. with that concept. So our belief system are these constructs that we have within us. And a lot of times we don't know and realize that we have it. But if I say certain things, it's going to show yeah. different money blocks yeah. and the different yeah. Yeah. belief yeah. systems that we have. Yeah. And so a lot of times as believers, we've sat under teachings that have demonized money, demonized wealth, demonized being able to have more, have excess, be abundant, even though from the beginning, that is how God made it. If we recall, Adam and Eve had everything they needed. There was surplus. Abundance, yes. Yes. Everything. Yes. They yes. lacked nothing. nothing. Oh my God. Yes. It, that's the mind of God towards us. Of course, sin entered into the world, yes. shifted everything. Yes. But then when we received Christ, now Christ tore the veil and shifts it back. Yes, yes ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So now abundance belongs to us, but because our belief system mm. won't accept it, we are now at war with the truth yeah. according to the word yeah. and the truth yeah. according to our situation, our environment, and it's at war with one another. Oh my goodness. Literally, this is what's happening. Yes. So that's why we see a lot of believers having these different ideas, these different thoughts, these mm-hmm. different things that they've seen. Well, grandmama was faithful and her light bill, her lights were always cut off. This person in the church been in the church and they were giving their tithes and some thousand dollar seeds and they still ended up with this, that, and the third. Hmm. And so we draw these conclusions and because it aligns with our negative belief system, Hmm. we're never able to get out to the belief system God actually wants us to have. That's why when we see like unbelievers, having all this wealth, we're like, well, that's not fair. Well, how come they have it? How come? Because they don't have a lot of that inner warfare going Mm -hmm. on that a lot of believers have. Mm. Or this thing, they did the inner work. Mm -hmm. We come right back. Get right (laughs) back. Right right back. back. We go right back. They do the inner work to now be able to receive and accept that abundance is everywhere. Gosh, yes, yes. It's everywhere, Mm. you know? I watched this show on Amazon Prime called um, Luxury Listing. Mm. And they're selling real estate in Australia. Mm. You know, that place has more kangaroos than people and they have some of the craziest looking bugs I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I've seen some pictures. Yes. yes. Lord Jesus. What is this? <laughs> uh, I don't know. A visit may not be on the bucket list. <laughs> no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'll go. But when I watch that show and you see some of the homes, mm. you see the waters, you see, I mean, that place is beautiful. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, as I'm watching these shows, and it could be any show of Mm. abundance, but I'm just sharing this one. Right. I'm looking at this show and I'm seeing it Mm. in real time. And I'm like, abundance is everywhere. 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 It's everywhere. Everywhere. My God 
has created a plethora, an abundance of abundance. Yes. It's everywhere. There is no shortage. Now, when you turn on the news, there's a shortage. When you listen to media, there's a shortage. There's a recession. But hello, remember principles where the Bible says, when others say there's a casting down, we will say there's a lifting up. And there's always a lifting up because this earth is abundant. Daddy made it that way. It's a mindset. It's like, it's really, and it's a work that I can tell you is not easy Yeah. because, and even still to this day, I'll be transparent. Sometimes I have to actively, Mm -hmm. you know, tell myself these things, Mm -hmm. remind myself of these things Mm -hmm. because the, the negative information it's just plenty. Yeah. It's just everywhere. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just, right. You know, right. Oh yeah. It, it, it never stops. It mm-hmm. never stops. But it's like, okay, where are we plugged into? Are we plugged into earth's report? Are we plugged into the spirit's report? Correct. Correct. Yes. yes. Faith. What report are we believing? Yes. What report are we going to believe? Correct. What report yes. are we standing on? Correct. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. And so it's that work and it's that it takes effort. A lot of times people feel like, oh, I get saved. Oh, if I just pray about it, God's just going to erase it. No, stop doing that. That's mm-hmm. overextending the sovereignty of God. God gave you a free will. Either yeah. you're going to do the work, yeah. you're going to reprogram your mind, you're going to reprogram your belief system, mm-hmm. or you're going to keep getting the results that you've been getting. There you you know. have to choose. Yes, he gives you the opportunity to yes. choose. When he handed out those, when the master in the scripture handed mm-hmm. out those talents, yes. five, three, one, they had a choice. Yes. Yeah, they had a choice. The master always gives us a choice. There you go. But what choice will you make? There you go. Oh, so good. So good. So good. That's a question for us all. What choice we want to make? And so in your heart, you can say, oh, I want to make this choice. But our actions will show which choice we were making. So, yeah. So good. Every time. There you go. So good. So good. Okay. We're going to, I'm going to ask one more question. I think we have time for one more question. So now that, you know, the listener has understood that they need to do the mindset work, need to do the inside work and need to believe what God says about them. And so let's say they get to a point where they're identifying opportunities and things like that. What is some tips Mm -hmm. to say that someone can, you know, fine tune their talents, fine tune their skills. So that way it can generate wealth that they can see. And you can share from your story as well. Absolutely. One of the first things that you have to do is you have to ask yourself, what do people like from me? Mm. What do people like from me? And one of the ways that I realized that I was a coach, I was a counselor Mm. is random people. I'm talking about, I don't know this person from a can of paint at Home (laughs) Depot. I would meet them and they would just tell me their whole embarrassing stuff. And I'm like, I just feel comfortable talking to you. I just feel comfortable. I just feel, okay, feel comfortable. Go ahead. I mean, I'm not going to tell anybody, you know, but that kept happening. And I'm like, okay, this might be something, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I started paying attention to what people wanted from me. When I would, you know, just go live sometimes on Facebook, I could talk about business. I could talk about motherhood. I could talk about, marriage. I could talk about mindset. I could talk about the word. I always 
got more views mm. or DMs mm. or comments when I would talk about the word, when I would talk about marriage. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I'm paying attention yeah. to my life that is constantly speaking. Mm. We, you got to pay attention to your life. It's always talking to you. God will speak to you through your life. How did I know that I was called to women? Mm. Because even when I was younger, mm. I always had problems with women. Oh, oh, okay. oh, I know, I know you would think, okay, but you had problems. Why would you be called? Because the enemy always wanted to set up a rift mm. between those that I was called to mm. and myself. Wow. So if I had enough bad experiences dealing with women, I would just, yeah. y'all stay over there. I stay <laughs> over here. Wow. But it was actually what God was calling me to. But wow. the enemy was trying to dissuade me very early in my life. Wow. Your life is always speaking. I love it. So good. Always. So you got to pay attention exactly. and you have to be intentional. Hmm. I'm a big proponent of one of the things that God showed me in the scriptures with Apostle Paul is Apostle Paul thought he was doing God's work. Yeah. He yes. really thought yes. he was doing something ah. like he really did. And then God said, uh, excuse you. I'm paraphrasing, but excuse you. You are not doing my work. Yes. <laughs> you are hindering my work. Yeah. Actually, you're blinded and I'm going to blind you right now. <laughs> Can't see. Yeah. Go. Mm-hmm. And what was God doing? He was redirecting him. So sometimes it's just about taking action and having the faith to know like, okay, God, I'm just going to take action. I'm just going to do something. If you need to redirect me, redirect me. (laughs) (laughs) I know you love me enough to redirect me. So redirect me and whatever you redirect me on, I'll go. Mm -hmm. But if you never redirect me and I keep going, then I'll keep going faithfully. Mm, that's good. I will be consistent and I will be faithful. That's good. With what I believe you've given to me. That's good. And, and just in doing that, you'll be surprised the different things that happen, that show right. up, that start right. speaking to you, start communicating with you. So pay attention to your life. Be intentional. Take go forward. Take steps. Mm. Just take steps. If it's not right, God will redirect you, babe. It's okay. I promise you. Yeah. You're his daughter. He will redirect you. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Prodigal son. It was out there with the pigs, honey. It came home and adorned him. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Same thing. Yes. Same thing. So good. And just know as well that there is a calling on your life. The reason why you're here is because the world needs whatever it is inside of you. Don't you dare. Yes. Let the cemetery become rich Ooh, with wow. the wealth that's in you. So bad. When you leave this earth, when you die, mm-hmm. the cemetery should, you, it should be empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Empty. Yeah. Because you gave everything you had while you were alive. Wow. So good. Oh my goodness. So good. Dr. Faith, Ah, this has been such a blessing to me. And I know our listeners have been incredibly blessed as well. Ah, So good. Everything was good. I need to go back and replay this a couple of times. As soon as we're done, I'm going to replay it over and over. 
Gosh, thank you so, so much. You have awakened thoughts that I've had about myself. And I know the listeners mm. have also been inspired by things that you have shared. Like, I'm so mm. honored that we got a chance to speak today. And I know that someone heard you for the first time today and, and they, they are so inspired at what you said and they're going to take action in their lives as yes. well. So thank you yes. so much. Before you go, do you mind praying with our audience? You know, I'm sure there's someone just trying to take it all in and trying to figure things out. And so do you mind just praying for them? And so that way they can feel the release to step into what God has for them. Yes, let's do it. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We are so honored. We are so ecstatic to be in your presence and that you have chosen such a time as this to give us insight, to give us realization, but also to to ignite a fire within each and every one of us. Lord, do what only you can do. Move us, catapult us, increase it. I speak this, increase. I speak elevation. I speak promotion over each and every person who hears this podcast in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you right now that you are causing the doubt, the fear, the worry, the concern to become weaker and weaker. Yes, and our power, authority, and dominion to become stronger and stronger. Yes. Father, we say thank you right now yes. that you have blessed us, you have caused us to shine, and you are causing us to increase on every side. Yes. Lord, let us increase for your glory, yes, God. for your promotion, for yes. your elevation. We won't take it upon ourselves. We will give you all of the glory and all of the praise. Yes. Father, help us to accept receive and operate from a wealthy daughter mindset it is our portion we receive it in jesus name amen amen awesome thank you so much dr faith we love you all so much if you don't already follow dr faith please connect with her on social media and you will be excited everything she posts i'm always like yes let me read it and so read the caption (laughs) read the like it connect with her and you will be honored and blessed by everything she posts on her page as well so it's been an honor speaking with you and, and listening to our conversation here with dr faith and remember this is your wealthy year you are loved by god you are cherished by God and everything he has is available to you. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.